What's up, y'all? It's Miles the Millennial, the millennial who's actually not a millennial, but it's technically still a millennial. And this is Millennials with the Mindset, the podcast where we give you free gems on life, money, finance, everything you can think of all in between. So today we are going to be talking about pursuing your dreams and never giving up on them and marketing and branding strategies for any business or, you know, opportunity you're trying to start. So today we have somebody very close to the, the Miles, the millennial family, Miss Brandy Bruce. She hey, runs Behind the Brandy, a podcast that was actually the one that introduced me to the podcast game. And I wanted to have her on so we could you know, talk about our experiences. Let people know what's up, Brandy. Hey, y'all. I'm Brandy Bruce. Um, I'm from East St. Louis, Illinois. Uh, I go to Fish University. I'm a junior in my major in psychology. And uh, I'm really excited to be on here with Miles. You know, he's very talkative, which I like because I'm a talker. <laughs> but uh, no, he be dropping some gems and, you know, I'll be learning a lot from him. So I'm glad me and Miles even, you know, got as close as we did as we are now, Definitely. you know. So Definitely. I'm excited for this conversation. Definitely. So let's just hop in uh, and dive deep into the conversation. So what made you even want to start behind the brandy as a podcast platform what made you want to do that okay this is gonna be so funny so um me and tim that's my that's one of my homegirls timberly was watching yeah <laughs> we was watching uh during quarantine actually we was watching all american you know mm-hmm. and one of the lead uh, girls in Olivia, she had a podcast and, you know, she was talking about topics dealing with the Black community because she wanted to get back on her Blackness side, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, I'm like, hey, that sound lit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just sitting, vibing, talking or whatever. So, I was like, I, I was on Twitter, I was like, uh, I think I'm going to start a podcast and, like, everybody was like, do it, do it, do it, you know? just encouraging yeah. me so I'm like okay bet you know so when I was creating it I was like okay hmm what I'm going to talk about then I was like oh I could talk about my past and connected with uh black black issues that's going on you know with us today and then you know then I started to come up with the name of it and stuff and I ain't gonna lie I went to google and <laughs> went to a name generator because uh I suck I, I, I got to, like, see it, you know, in front of me. Then I can, like, just start coming over stuff. So, you know, everything that makes us human, you know, we start as a child. So that's why I call it Behind the Brandy because, you know, everything about us, it started when we were children. So yeah, that's how it came to life. Well, you know, I being on the podcast and listening to the podcast, I always found it really intriguing how you were able to connect those stories from your childhood and bring them to light and, and then make them a conversation that everybody could benefit off of and could relate to. But recently I saw you post on your um, podcast platform that, you know, you weren't going to be doing behind the brandy anymore. Why, why was that? Like what brought you to that conclusion? Um, 
definitely doubt that's probably like number one um I just wasn't happy with the results it was getting but um so I let doubt you know take over and it was just like you know like I'm just gonna quit you know Mm -hmm. um Cause like I I noticed that like when stuff get really hard in my life I just I just be done with it. I won't do it no more, which I did a lot of things you know and I and I shouldn't I shouldn't let that control or take over my life but hmm. yeah well you know I wouldn't say that sometimes you struggle with things in life because life is kind of showing you that maybe that's not your path maybe that's not something that you are you know meant to be doing that's not in your purpose so I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that. You know, just because sometimes things don't come easy to you to you, or you struggle with certain things, that that doesn't mean, you know, you shouldn't quit them. Because sometimes I think you should. You know, if you're trying mm-hmm. to, if your gift is in artistry, but you're trying to be um, an athlete and that's not where your gift is at, and you're not talented in that way, you're not physically gifted in that way, and you struggle with it and you, you can't find success with it, but you have other talents that you know you are good at or things mm-hmm. that you innately do, I think it's fair for you to quit football or whatever sports you're playing to pursue what you know you really were put on this earth to do. But my question to you would be is, do you feel like the podcasting and talking about your stories, do you feel, did you feel passionate about it when you were doing it? Or was it something that when you did it, you just kind of were only doing it because you thought it was cool or popular? No, I honestly, honestly did it because um, everybody, you know, you don't you never know who you're gonna help or who you're gonna inspire or touch, you know. Mm-hmm. And with me struggling with so many things growing up, I'm like, somebody else has to go through this, you know? Yeah. Then I was like, why not just put it all out there? You know what I'm saying? Like, why not just talk about it, you know? Because then again, that's another issue. I never really talked discussed what happened to me or things that was coming up in my life. I just moved on with it. So Discussing it helped me at the end too, you know, talking about it helped me at the end too, because, you know, we all need to talk about our issues or things we haven't dealt with. So that definitely helped me grow more as a person. So I was like, okay, like I really, I really did enjoy that. But, um, you know, then I came to figure out like, I'm a talker, but I like to talk with other people, you know? So that was another thing that I had issue with because I can sit up here and talk with you all day. And mm. then when it's just me talking, you know, I, yeah. things might be unclear or, you know, I just start going on and on, you know what I'm saying? So I think it would yeah. go much better if I had other people uh, talking with me instead of it, it just being myself. Man, and you know, it's crazy that you say that because what you're really hitting on the fact that your childhood and your upbringing, the things you go through then, the habits that you build then will be the fundamental pieces of who you are when you get older. You know, you talked about every single other time in your life, whenever things were difficult, you quit them, you know, Mm -hmm. and that was also something that was allowed. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing that I know, I've wanted to quit things before when I was growing up. For example, I remember we had in uh, elementary school, we had this thing called the Get Fit Jog. And it was our districts, basically a competition where they had third and fourth and fifth graders. You could start running in your third grade by your class and you guys would run like a mile and a half. And everybody in the district competed in it. 
And it was really exciting and fun. And I remember my third grade year, I really wanted, uh, I wanted to do it and I ran in it, but I didn't place too well. You know, I placed like, mm-hmm. out of the 300 kids, I placed like 75th, which wasn't bad, right. but right. it just kind of felt bad. Cause I'm like, I see all these kids, they're getting medals and ribbons and getting shown off. And I'm like, man, I feel like I can do that. Like, how can I get there? And I remember telling my dad, I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. My dad, he was like, okay, you want to do this, son? We're going to do it, but it's going to take a lot of work. And I remember my dad, every single day after uh, school, we were going out at least three to five times a week. I would chase mm-hmm. after his car. He was making routes. We were doing exercises. Like, he was my coach. Mm-hmm. And there was so many that I was like, dad, okay, I really don't want to go out. Or that maybe this just isn't for me. Everybody's taller than me. Like, they can run easier than me. Like, I have to work really hard just to shave off a, a few seconds. Mm-hmm. And I remember my dad just not allowing me to quit. He's like, mm-hmm. you said you wanted this. So we're going to work until, you know, this day comes. And then we'll see what the results are. And if after that, you don't want to do it, that's fine. But we're not going to quit until we've given it all. Mm-hmm. And I remember fourth grade year coming around. And I end up placing in the top 12 because only the top 12 got ribbons. I came in like 10th place. And I was so nervous. And when I saw I placed, it was the best feeling ever. And it laid a foundation to me that said, you know, sometimes things aren't going to happen easy for you they're not going to, you're not going to have the, the, the greatest talents right away or, you know, the greatest resources. But if you work hard enough and if you truly want something bad enough and don't give up, you'll be surprised what results you get when it's finally your time. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that in your life growing up, the fact that you didn't have to, if you wanted to quit something, it was kind of like a, well, you know, that's okay. You know, we can just try something else it kind of laid a foundation to where when you go through struggles in life, you really feel kind of lost and um, just, just kind of set back. Like, you know, maybe this just isn't for me rather than thinking, okay, wait, how can I pivot? How can I adjust this to make sure that I'm getting the results that I want? Right. Do you think that's a fair like statement? Yeah. Uh, I honestly, I honestly believe that. And, it's not always bad, like you said, but I think I missed out on a lot of opportunities because I, you know, I stopped when, you know, that's when I needed to go even harder. So yeah. I definitely, I definitely think that played a huge part in my life growing up. Yeah. And, and see, I think the, the, the powerful message out of what we're talking about is one, you know, first off, when you, when we have children, and when mm-hmm. we're a part of somebody's life or your older sibling, mm-hmm. never take for granted the example you set for them. You exactly. know, what you allow them to do and allow or, or tell them is okay for them to do, they're gonna mm-hmm. really carry with them. So we have to be mm-hmm. intentional as friends, you know, in mm-hmm. our personal lives. Like we have to know when we see a possibility or something great in our friends, Right. We can't let them quit because it's going to come times where they say, man, I'm tired of this. I want to give up. We can't let them quit. We have to be the ones to motivate them because without your support system, it's tough. You can get in your own head and you can really tear yourself apart from something that yep. you were meant to be great at. Mm-hmm. I remember you calling me about this. Uh, Diamond's telling me Brandy <laughs> don't want to do her podcast. You're like, why? <laughs> what you talking about? What you mean Brandy doesn't want to do her podcast? She was doing great. Like, what's wrong? And, you know, it kind of brings me to the next part of the, the conversation. You know, you, you talked about getting results. And I think the only reason you weren't getting results, Brandy, is because you weren't marketing well. 
not because you weren't doing a good job or because podcasting right. wasn't for you, but I think you weren't focusing on your target audience and marketing it to them the way that was going to really get your message out. Exactly. So where do you feel when you look back on like your results, what were the, <laughs> the weak points? I want to, I want to kind of walk through this and give some people some advice on how they can market their brands and their podcasts or any platform. What were some areas that you felt were weak? Uh, I think me, first of all, with me being consistent on posting my podcast, mm -hmm. I think that was a huge part because um, when I was working at FedEx, I was working 60 hours a week. So it was just mm -hmm. like, I'm just going to go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Then on my day off, that's all I wanted to do was sleep. So mm -hmm. for that month and a half, I wasn't doing nothing but just coming here, coming home sleep going to work you know it was just back to back so um when I when I was trying to post or whatever I just be like okay I just put it off for next week you know when yeah. I was just like but in the back of my head I was just like you know you know you're not gonna you know it's not gonna pop how I did the first time you posted because you're not really being consistent like people need to see consistency or they just you know they're gonna fall off oh she posted again you know like Maybe I'll yep. listen, maybe I'm not. They're not going to really be into it how I was when I first, you know, dropped it. So I think consistency, that's that's number one. And just me marketing a lot on, like, social media, too. That That's another point, too. You know, I have to be consistent posting, too. But, yeah. It was it was all about the, the time, you know, with me getting yeah. off work, going to sleep waking back up and then, then it's time for me to go back to sleep i gotta get back up at three so it's just like you know i was just going in this circle of me just sleeping waking up type stuff so you know brandy it's interesting people oftentimes talk about time mm -hmm. and about how they don't have enough time and i'm pulling i'm about to pull up a calculator real quick so there's 24 right. hours in a day right brandy right multiply that by seven you get 168 hours in a week. Okay. If you take away the 60 that you were working, you're left with 108 hours in a week. And then if you take seven times eight, which is eight hours a day that you're supposed to sleep, that's 56. So subtract 108 from 56. And I do this to people to just kind of give them a perspective. Right. So you have 52 hours in a week when you're awake that you can do whatever you want with it. You're not at work and you're not asleep. So how long would you say it takes you? An hour, maybe two hours max to edit a podcast? Mm -hmm. So when you say you don't have time, time is a perspective. Mm -hmm. it's, it's honestly, it comes down to one simple question with you is how bad do you want to be successful at it? Mm -hmm. Because if you can't dedicate a couple hours a week out of 52 free hours, mm -hmm. if you don't dedicate two hours to what you say you really think can impact people's lives and you're not following your purpose, then it's never going to be successful with anything you do. Exactly. You're going to see the same results if you try and start a business. You're going to see the same results in your career life because you have to go above and beyond what is comfortable for the things you really want if you're going to be successful. Mm -hmm. You know, Brandy? And, and a lot of times we give our own selves a cop-out we, we, give, we turn ourselves into a scapegoat, a scapegoat by saying, oh, because of this, I don't have enough time. Right. Well, shoot, if you want something bad enough, you'll sleep a little bit less. Mm -hmm. You know, if you really want to pursue your dreams and, 
and get results, you will put in the time and effort that it takes. And you hit on something really important where you said consistency in terms of like how people view it. You know, mm -hmm. we see people start up, everybody's starting up businesses right now. Everybody's starting up their ventures, their, their uh, YouTube channels, whatever. What separates the people that everybody starts to tune into and those who, who just kind of fall off and nobody really cares for is how consistent you are. People never, and it's, it's a bad thing, but it's funny that people around you, the people closest to you, will never believe you're serious about something until they see you consistently doing it and pouring your heart and soul and blood and sweat into it. Then they'll take you serious. You know, so these people at the school, they probably tune in on the first episode, maybe even the second. But after that, you see a significant drop off. And mm -hmm. that means a few things that you have to analyze from a marketing standpoint. You know, first, what is my consistency? Like, have I been posting on a consistent schedule? Is this even the day that works best for the people that are watching? You know, mm -hmm. podcasts usually work best uh, at the beginning of the week. They say Mondays, mm -hmm. Tuesdays, and Wednesdays because people like to kind of get their minds going. You definitely don't want to post on a Thursday or Friday because nobody's trying to think by that point of the week. Right. Um, Saturdays and Sundays can be helpful because people can have idle time, but you have to know your audience. And the only way you're going to get the data to know what works best for your audience is if you post, you have to mm -hmm. upload. Mm -hmm. If you don't have at least 10 episodes, you don't have enough data to go off of mm -hmm. to say, okay, well, this is where they really like it. This is the time period that works best. You know, I'm posting on different days, posting my first one on a Monday. My last one was on a Wednesday. I may post this one on a Sunday just to see how my, my audience interacts with it, you know? So you have to take very seriously how much time and effort you're pouring into it. And then I'll say the second thing is you, you have to cater to your own strengths. You know, you say that you're really good at talking, but when it's with other people, therefore, you know, you should never hop on a podcast by yourself. Exactly. And the beautiful thing is people love to be shown off. Mm-hmm. You tell somebody, hey, I want to have you on my podcast. Everybody wants to feel important, Brandy. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to hop on it because they're going to be like, wait, this is a, I actually get to get my voice out there. I actually mm -hmm. get to talk to people about my mindset. I've never really given people this outside of my core group of, of friends and family. Right. You know, so that's a, a key. You reaching out and when you reach out, reach out to people who are either really intriguing and uh, people find interesting or have right. an interesting story, something about them is very creative. Like my first, first one was with Malik, because he's a black pilot. Like, how many black pilots mm -hmm. do we know? Exactly. You know, my second one was with Nemo, who everybody loves and, and really respects his brand. Mm -hmm. You know, my next one is with you, because you have your own brand that people really love and mess with. And on top of that, we're talking about something that they can relate to. Everybody mm -hmm. goes through times where they want to give up. Mm -hmm. You know, so... I want you to sit and think about people who truly intrigue you and ask them to come on your podcast. Reach out to people from different places. That's another thing that I'm, I'm doing a lot of. I'm reaching out to different people in Texas, people in New York, because think about it. When they post that they're going to be on your podcast, Brandy, mm -hmm. guess who's going to tune in? All their mm -hmm. friends. Mm -hmm. Now you have the opportunity that if people like the podcast so much, they're going to be like, man, let me go ahead and uh, subscribe to this person and keep watching. They actually have some good content. Mm. But you can't do that if you limit it to your immediate circle. Right. You know, so, because that's limited. You only know so many people. Right. So that's the next thing is you have to recognize your natural st strengths. Anybody that's listening to this, when you're doing your brand, 
you have to think about what are the things that I'm really good at? You know, how am I able to get my message across to people? So if you have a clothing brand and let's say you, you hoop, you a basketball player, people know you for being a basketball player. Well, if you try to sell suits and you're not known for wearing suits, people not finna, you know, really respect that brand as much. But yeah. if you go and sell athletic apparel, people may take it a little bit more serious because it's aligned with what people already associate you with. Mm -hmm. Right. So you have to align yourself. And another thing that I would say you need to do from a marketing standpoint is you have to make sure marketing is all about telling your story to whoever you're trying to reach. You have to preach your story every chance you get, Brandy. Never be ashamed of it. Never be afraid of it. So when the circumstance comes up, you're like, man, that reminds me of this in my life. Go tell the story. Mm -hmm. Whether you got to put it on your, your social media, you put it on your podcast, go tell your story. People want to hear it. People love sitting back there and, and, and really hearing the authenticity by seeing somebody else be vulnerable. You know, your, your story is valuable and everybody deserves to hear it. Are you more, are you more comfortable talking with people or, you know, do you like talking by yourself or, you know, both? So for me, I can do both, mm -hmm. but I know what's going to engage my audience a lot more is when, and I know also how I perform best. I can sit there yeah. and talk to myself about something, but when somebody right. asks me a really intriguing question mm -hmm. or when somebody asks me a question about themselves and I'm able to respond on the spot about it and they give my perspective, that's where I shine. Mm -hmm. So I try to get people on. I try to get guests, as many guests as possible. You know, I have 10 or 15 different episodes written down based on who the guest is that's coming in. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to record an episode tomorrow. If you're listening to this, it's going to be up probably before this episode even gets posted. I'm doing mm -hmm. an episode tomorrow about the song WAP and uh, about uh, the vice president candidate Kamala Harris. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have two women on there who really speak on a lot of like women's rights, speak on a lot of stuff like that, because I want, I want them to, um, those are people that are going to bring a, a value to the story. They're going to bring a yeah. value to that episode because they're going to have a, a powerful perspective. Whether right. I'm going to agree with it or disagree with it, it's going to start a great conversation. Right. You know, because mm -hmm. I'm hitting people where they really are passionate. Mm -hmm. When you're passionate, it's easy to tell that story. So m rather than me continuously talking by myself on topics, engage other people, which then is also going to bring their following is going to come watch the episode. You know, because they're going to post it and be like, hey, come here to hear what I had to mm -hmm. say. You mm -hmm. know, that's organic following. That's what we call an organic following. A lot of people are out here trying to buy followers. A lot of right. people are out here doing influencer marketing, which isn't bad, you know, especially if you're just trying to sell a product. But right. When you're trying to sell a brand, when you're trying mm -hmm. to sell yourself to somebody mm -hmm. else, mm -hmm. you, you want people that are coming and following you, not because you were a uh, endorsed by somebody else but because they came to your page maybe because of that person they really looked and said wow this person has a lot of value i connect with this person that's how you turn the people who are you know watching your stuff into actual people who are going to enhance your brand promote your brand because they believe in your message right that's the key to it and, and i would say one area where you can help yourself is it's a lot harder to build a social media following from scratch 
So when you start your podcast, did you create a podcast page or did you do it on your own platform, on your own personal page? When I first started, I was just posting on my personal page. Then, um, uh, what's her name? You know, Courtney and them, they had started a podcast. Mm -hmm. Then I seen that they had created Instagram. I'm like, dang, why did I been do this? I should have been did this. Mm -hmm. But so then after I seen that they posted theirs, I was like, okay, let me go ahead and, you know, do mine. And then I started following people from my Instagram page and they started following back. I think I got like 200 and some mm -hmm. followers around that range. But um, yeah, so I mean, yeah. So I would actually go against that. I would say don't create an extra page. Don't create something else that you have to keep up with that's separate of you because guess what? You are the brand. Mm. You are behind the branding. It is you. It's your message. It's people follow you for you, right? People mm -hmm. are, are adding your personal page because they are interested in you, like what they see, whatever the reason is. Right. You have a better chance of converting those people into listeners than starting an entire new page, clicking and following a bunch of people who are really just clicking and following you back because it's like, well, shoot, they follow me. I know it's Brandy's podcast page. I'm gonna look at it. But when that comes across their timeline, do they really care to stop and look at it? Mm-hmm. You know, rather mm -hmm. when it's on your personal page, they've already looked at you post random stuff and, and, and speak your mind about things from the get go. They've seen your personal posts. They really value that story already. They really value you, Brandy, as a person. Mm -hmm. Like for my brand, I thought about creating a page. But then I right. said, wait, I have 2000 at the time at 1700. I'm at like 2300 now. But right. I had 1700 people who already like Miles, you know, and maybe they don't, maybe some people hate him, who cares, but they follow me. I have 1700 people I can reach out to right now with a click of my button and tell people to come watch this episode. Mm -hmm. Do I want to reach, start a, a, a page from scratch or do I want to grow the one that I already been building up for the past year or two? Right. How long have you had a personal Instagram? A long time, right? A long time. <laughs> <laughs> so rather than trying to think of your business as separate from you, especially when you're doing something like podcasting, instead of thinking of it as separate from you, think of it as a part of you, you know? So that way you can post all your normal photos and you can put your behind the brandy stuff right next to it. Who cares? It really shows people the value of your story even more. Mm. You know, you have an interesting life. There are things that you've gone through that other people haven't gone through. Mm -hmm. And there are troubling times that you've been through that people may want to hear you speak about, mm -hmm. you know, and whether you want to speak on that, that's up to you. You have to be comfortable with telling your story. But when you talk about how certain things affect you, it moves people emotionally. And an emotional listener is a engaged listener. Engaged listeners turn into customers, turn into, you know, people that really support what you're doing. They're going to go and share it. You know, they're going to be like, man, y'all mm -hmm. need to listen to this. This was powerful. Mm -hmm. So you have to continue to tell your story. And I would say, you know, look at your life. What were the key things that you went through? You know, what were some life-changing moments that you had? Obstacles, good or bad. And then you can either talk about them on your own or bring somebody else on that you think has a similar experience with it oh, I know this person had this similar thing happen to them and talk to them about it. Because the naturalness of that conversation 
is going to be so powerful that people are going to be like, man, I support what this girl's doing. She's really being honest in a way that most people aren't. You know, so mm -hmm. I really empower you to tell your story. That's what's going to be the, 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 the key for you. And post consistently. And then once you get to a certain point, you can start running ads. Mm -hmm. You start running Instagram ads, mm -hmm. um, Facebook ads, though Instagram is probably your best bet. Uh, most people don't understand this, but when you run in and, and a Facebook versus an Instagram ad, people ask me all the time, which one should you do? It depends on your target audience. Right. So Facebook is great for a wealthy, you know, or older crowd. If your audience is people between the ages of 18 and 30, you need to be on Instagram, mm -hmm. you know, and you grab you a, a good clip of an episode where you're talking about something, put some music behind it, make it colorful and run the ad. It's really cheap to reach thousands and thousands of people. I've ran an ad on Instagram for 30 bucks and it reached 91,000 people. Now I wow. learned from that that it wasn't, uh, the ad that I put up wasn't one that was gonna make people actually follow and uh, listen to my, my, my product, but it was a, it was a learning lesson. Mm -hmm. And you can only learn if you start to try. Yeah, you, you be hit at every point. Every point <laughs> I didn't even think of, you know you be hit at every point. So, I mean, no, I'm just really taking everything you're saying and, you know, just thinking about it. And yeah, I'm definitely gonna be, doing a lot of um remodeling <laughs> in this whole <laughs> think, little process see the cool thing is you you have i love the the cover art for your podcast like everything about that is marketable i think mm -hmm. your first step is to go and plan out the next five episodes right who your guest is going to be and what you're going to talk about okay reach out to these people connect with them and get them ready to go i think your second step is to promote your podcast when you're about to post an episode three days you know you may be about to post on a friday tuesday or wednesday you need to be like yo i'm bringing it back i need y'all support like comment retweet whatever mm -hmm. have people that already care about your message really boost it because not only are they sharing it to other people but they're building up their own anticipation and make sure that whatever your first episode back is you make it a banger you make sure it's something that people are like huh this was really good you know, so that's going to be your next step. And then your third step is being consistent, just consistently Definitely. posting, consistently Definitely. posting and, 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 and share it on your personal page. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have a, a business page, you know, the people that are already listening are going to be the ones following it. You want people who aren't listening yet to be the ones that are starting to engage or else it's not growing. At the most, you're going to reach a certain level or it's gonna decrease. You want it to increase. You want it to incrementally go up. And it's not going to be easy, Brandy, I promise you. You're gonna always see more engagements at the beginning and then it's gonna fall off. Mm. It's gonna be like a roller coaster. But if mm. you stop every time you get to a valley, you'll never know what it's like to reach a mountaintop. Right. Preach, so come I on now. That was a. <laughs> <laughs> Run that back, Miles. Run that back, what you just said. It's going to be like a roller coaster and you're going to go to a valley. But if you don't push through the valley, you'll know, never know what it's like to reach a mountaintop. Period. And you want to stand on that mountaintop. You want to be able to sit there and be like, wow, look at everything I just accomplished. Look at what I did. And the only way you're going to be able to get there is if you truly push through those moments of self-doubt and tell yourself, 
No, I'm worth it. No, this is a part of my purpose. No, this is going to help somebody. If you always remember that, that is, you're doing this because you want to help at least just one soul out there. Right. I promise you, it will motivate you in those times when you really don't want to do it for you to get up and get it done. Mm-hmm. And that's for anybody. That is for anybody listening. When you feel the devil creeping in you and trying to give you low self-esteem, giving you self-doubt, whether it's about yourself, your brand, anything, you shake that off and you tell them, no, I'm powerful. I'm meant to do this. I believe in this. Nipsey Hussle said, you know, you know, Nipsey's been making music since almost the mid-2000s. Right. But for most people, Nipsey didn't blow up or be on their, their front page until like 2018 almost. Exactly. Before people really even knew about him. He died in 2019. Right. And, you know, the crazy thing is, if you look back on his story, they, they asked Nipsey, you know, what made you so successful? Like, how did you reach this point? What distinguished you from everybody else? What made you special? And he said, you know, there is no distinguishing characteristic between me and anybody else. He wasn't, he didn't feel he was a better rapper or a better, you know, marketer, none of that. You know, he felt like everybody had like equal footing. He said, the only thing that set me apart from people was I didn't quit. I went through every emotion. There was times where I put the mic down and said I was done. There was times when I was like, you know, I'm going to go back in the streets. But he said, I didn't quit. Every single time I pulled myself around and said, you know what? Nah, let me pick this back up and keep going. And he says, the only thing that's going to change you from everybody else is how hard you go. It may be 10 years. And the next thing you know, your brand takes off, Brandy. And it changes the rest of your life. But like I said, if you can't push through the valley, you will never know what it's like to reach the mountaintop. But I really appreciate you coming on today, Brandy. This is a powerful, a really powerful episode, you know, talking about never giving up and also how Mm -hmm. to market your dreams. So Brandy, if you got anything left to say, say anything to the listeners, give them a message before they, before you get off. Okay, it's one thing I want to say. Um, never give up. Like, like Bob's been saying, basically, like, I don't know. I went through many stages like Nipsey did. <laughs> I went through many stages where I was just like, you know, doubting myself even. I was just like, should I really be doing this or whatever? You know, I was just going through the motion. I really wasn't into it how I was when I first started and that was another thing you know like you got to stop being so hard on yourself and Mm. just get up and do it because at the end of the day if nobody else is motivating you you have to motivate yourself so I think that was a that was a big part of it too you know I just let that fear and doubt take control of me and I was just like okay well I'm not gonna do it and, yeah. and I like to say that was the easy way out, but it's not. Because I promise you, if I would have quit, I would have been bored. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't. I wouldn't have had no hobby or nothing to keep me going or whatever or doing something that I really like to do. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. That's powerful, Brandy. And I really appreciate you coming on. And I just want to say, you know, to everybody listening, believe in yourself. No matter what's going on, no matter what you go through in life, you have the power to accomplish whatever goals it is you want to accomplish. It all just comes down to how bad you want it. And like Brandy said, right. like the, the pain of quitting 
is much worse than the struggle it takes to win. Right. Because it eats you. It sits with you and you know you could be somewhere. You see somebody else doing exactly what you was doing. You're like, man, if only mm-hmm. I didn't quit. There's nothing like the pain mm-hmm. of, and regret of quitting something. So don't allow that to be you. Keep mm-hmm. pushing. Keep fighting. And remember, like I always tell everybody, change your mind, change your life. Change your life. Yes. <laughs> hmm. I Thank that y'all. Anyway. We, finna, <laughs> look, we finna hang it up. Really appreciate y'all for listening in. Go follow Brandy. Uh, tag your Instagram. And uh, what's your Instagram, Brandy? BGB dot underscore. That's what I would. Bet. That's what I would be posting from now on. Bet. BGB dot underscore. We gonna and be then lit. if you want to follow my Twitter, is Brandy Lynn with six is at the end. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but thank y'all. Uh, what? Like I that's said, my co- my cousin gave me that nickname. It's all good. Like I said, y'all. Uh, we wrapping this episode up. Tune into the next one. We got some heat coming. Keep tuning in. Change your mind. Change your life. Thanks, Miles.